If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all the hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? With Stamps.com, you can compare rates, print labels, access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. I mean, we all know dealing with the holiday shipping stuff is a huge pain in the butt. Personally, I have been sending out a lot more stuff this year since we're not going to see our families in person. But, you know, if you're selling online or you're running an office or a side hustle, Stamps.com can save you time, money, and a lot of stress. And frankly, that's worth it. You can access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without actually taking a trip. You can get discounts that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can get 40% off of USPS rates and up to 76% off UPS. If you're running a business, saving 76% on your shipping is a huge, huge win. So instead of going to the post office, you can, you know, not. Going to the post office instead of using stamps.com is like taking the stairs instead of an elevator. If you're going up a floor or two or mailing a package or two, yeah, sure, why not? If you're going to be going up and down 30 flights of stairs a day, it's really not worth it. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with your mailing and shipping, Stamps.com is going to be a lifesaver. You'll save time, you'll save money, you're going to start wondering why you didn't start doing it sooner. So, if you want to save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com, go to Stamps.com and sign up using the promo code POD, that's P-O-D. It's a special offer that includes a four-week trial, you get free postage, and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments. There's no contracts. You just go to Stamps.com. You click the microphone at the top of the page and enter the code POD. That's P-O-D. And now, on with the show. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Today we are going to be talking about a few different things. I know even though I said in the last episode that I wasn't going to be talking about this shit anymore, and I am not going to be talking about... Any self-defense cases or the Rittenhouse verdict or any of that today, there is, however, something that is tangentially going to touch on the matter. And for anybody who happens to be listening from outside of the United States, I am going to apologize in advance for the stuff that is going to be U.S.-centric here because it's going to take a few minutes. And unfortunately, with the way the world works these days, it has gotten some global attention, which does play into it, so... But if these are completely irrelevant references, I apologize. Uh, You can skip forward a little bit. I won't be offended. And before I get into all of the other stuff I want to talk about today, I want to briefly touch on something else. A couple weeks ago, I did an episode where I talked about how one of the most surefire ways to start working towards securing your own individual freedom is to grow your own personal wealth. And I referenced a show that I listened to called Wealth, Power, and Influence, hosted by Jason Stapleton who is a successful business guy. He's started like six businesses, and out of those six businesses, five of them were definitely successful. He's got more money than most of us do. He's a really smart guy. 
he's got a really good approach to things. And he, he, one of his things is he's trying to help other people grow their financial independence to become fiscally mobile. And a lot of the stuff I talked about is stuff that he talks about and he knows more than I do about it. And he's much more proficient than it because he took a different path in life and and thanks to another listener who happened to tag both of us in a Twitter post, uh, I was actually reached out to by Jason recently to bring up the fact that he's going to be doing a workshop December 11th, and it's not just going to be like a, it's a virtual online thing. He's doing it for free, and it's going to be him and I'm assuming his team helping people who want to better themselves, to want to learn how to do these things, to develop their own businesses, to take their ideas, to take things you already are interested in, things you are already proficient at, and monetize them. And it's going to be an interactive workshop. He's doing it for free. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes so you can find it. I really, I, I was already registered for it. And when he reached out to me and mentioned that, would you be willing to bring this up to, to your to your listeners? I was like, oh, for sure. I told him I don't have nearly the listenership you do, but if <laughs> everyone you know that we can get to would be great. And this is a really great opportunity. I really think if you have any interest in developing your own financial independence, to making yourself successful, to building a business, to marketing an idea, anything you want to sell, even if you just got the rough idea for it, go click the link in the, in the show notes, sign up for this. It's a huge opportunity. I really think anybody that's interested in doing it should. Because everybody knows I'm very much a supporter of personal freedom and personal responsibility. And if you want to be free, you need to be financially independent. And this is a great tool for that. This is a huge opportunity. This is a guy who has done the work. He is willing to share his knowledge and experience. And I know I mentioned it before. If you haven't done it yet, go sign up for the Nomad Network, too. It's all like-minded individuals. It's people that are content creators, people that are business people and they work together and they support each other even if you've got a, a a youtube show or a podcast or anything you want to get promoted this is a good way to network and find people that may be willing to help you it's a and it's a supportive community it's about lifting each other up so i really those are two things i'm going to put in the show notes i really think everybody should go check them out if you have any interest in doing this and just for an example i believe in this enough where from my stance, my economic mobility would be this podcast, would be trying to monetize and grow this podcast, selling advertising on this podcast. I'm not being compensated for for endorsing this event because I believe in it that friggin' much. I didn't even bother to ask, like, hey, what's in it for me if I plug the show? I really think everyone should partake in this. I think at the end of the day, it's a very valuable resource. You can learn a lot from this guy. And he does have other programs out there. He has packages that he sells, different lessons on how to do things. This is two hours of free access to a guy who's been a very successful entrepreneur. I really recommend you take take him up on the offer. So with that being the more positive part of what I want to talk about today, it's time to get into the less pleasant issue that I wanted to touch on. And the thing about it is... This is the tangially related to the Rittenhouse case thing that I wanted to mention. And it's I promise it's only tangially, but literally the same day the verdict came down, for the, those of you who are unaware, there was a Christmas parade going on in a town called Waukesha, Wisconsin. Now, I've 
seen a lot of videos and a lot of things. This is one of those words, if you're not from there, you're not saying it right, probably, because I have heard it pronounced so many different ways, and none of them are even close. But I digress. Uh, the issue is there was a Christmas parade, and a guy drove a SUV into the parade through the crowd, deliberately swerved into this parade, ran over a whole bunch of people, killed five people, injured something like 48 people, many of whom are children. He ran over a school band. Uh, there are six kids as of right now that are listed as critical condition in the hospital. Another like 18 in the hospital that are, have been hospitalized. All the people he killed were senior citizens. That's one thing we can, I, I don't want to say it's a silver lining or anything like that. They shouldn't have died. Getting run over has got to be a horrible fucking way to go. He hit a group of people called the dancing grannies. My issue with this is, A, it's another indictment of the justice system. This guy was a previously existing criminal. He had a rap sheet that is 50 pages long. You can fit about five charges on a case if you're printing out a, a list of charges from the Wisconsin DOJ. It's about five charges per page. This guy had a rap sheet 50 fucking pages long. He was out on bail for a domestic abuse charge this guy's bail was a thousand dollars that means he, like most states he only had to post 10 percent. he put up a hundred dollars and was out on the streets he was fleeing from the police allegedly depending on which news source you say some people a lot of the news outlets are trying to say that's why he ran into the crowd that he was fleeing from the cops. The police were not in active pursuit when he did this. This is a sick fuck who had no business being on the streets in the first place, a career criminal who was earlier that day involved in another domestic abuse incident well out on bail from the previous domestic abuse incident involving a knife and got in his SUV and drove to where the parade is, ran through the crowd, drove through barricades, and ran over a bunch of people marching in a parade. The eyewitnesses' testimonies say he was zigzagging back and forth to hit the most people possible. Now, this has gotten some national coverage. It's a pretty big fucking deal. It's a massive tragedy. Dozens of people hurt. Five people dead. It's a tragedy. It's a horrible fucking thing. Now, the issue I take with the general coverage of this is pretty much indicative of how I feel about a lot of the, the mass media and a large portion of the government at this point, too. The same media outlets that were so quick to start screaming murderer and racist and up to and including the president of the United States of America, who immediately condemned Kyle Rittenhouse as a racist and a murderer, have literally... It's, treated this as if it was an accident. It has been referred to by news media outlets as an accident. There was not, it was an intentional act. It was not an accident just because it involved a vehicle. It does not make it an accident. They have repeatedly glossed over the fact that the people killed were, were white. You don't see the media hyping it up. I mean, they're real quick to label a white kid who shot three white guys as a racist. But when a black man drives a vehicle over 50 people, all of a sudden it's not worth reporting his ethnicity or the ethnicity of his victims. As a career criminal who has a track record of doing violent acts, so he shouldn't have been out on the street in the first place. 
But the way the media reports it, they completely gloss over his violent history and they immediately say it's because he's fleeing from the police. So, and it's not, they didn't come right out and say it was anything to do with, oh, it's the police's fault for pursuing this guy into a parade. But it was very strongly implied, despite the fact that there was no active pursuit at the time. He was somebody they were looking for, but they were not actively pursuing his vehicle at the time of this, this tragedy. That's not how it's getting reported, but that's the case. Now, this guy has a long, long history of performing criminal acts. He also has a long history of making extremely racist and violent social media posts. None of this is being brought up in the mainstream media. And by and wide, a lot of people out there who are unhappy with the self-defense verdict in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse have been saying things like, they're not surprised this happened, or uh, of course this happened in trying to say it's somehow some sort of response to him being found not guilty of murder. And I think that is an absolutely fucking deplorable way to try and make your point. You can be unhappy about one verdict without trying to say this was a understandable result. Particularly when the guy's direct actions in history don't show any kind of tie-in to that case. And I'm talking about people who have literally sent out social media posts, Twitter posts, saying that it's understandable or the people of Wisconsin deserved it because they let a murderer loose or any of this other horse shit that's being posted out there. And for some odd reason, the social media platforms aren't censoring that. They're not calling that hate speech. Uh, you can still get your time in Facebook jail or Twitter jail or TikTok jail for saying anything that considered bullying or threatening towards the people who say that shit. I really am getting disgusted with humanity again, thanks to social media by and wide, mostly by finding content creators who are posting reasons why they wound up in whatever social media platforms jail and why they're having their accounts shut down and banned and shadow banned and all this other shit. And it seems like there is some sort of disconnect where the people who are benefiting from this completely overt and direct censorship that they're sitting there saying, oh, well, this see, this just proves we're right because all these social media platforms are on our side. We have the moral high ground because if you don't agree with us, you can be silenced. And I, I really have an issue with that. I really do the, the people that are endorsing this and supporting it and trying to find some sort of justification and do not realize what a dangerous fucking path they're standing on by doing that. And you can't tell them anything because they know better because their side's not being silenced, so they must be right. So they know everything, so they're right. Regardless of how absolutely horrible some of the shit they say is, and they say, oh, well, I have the right to have my opinions, but if you don't agree with them, they're the first ones to go running and trying to have you banned or silenced or have your posts taken down. And these are the first people that are out there screaming about how hate speech is so horrible and how people need to be treated fairly and equally. But they only apply that to people that agree with them. They only believe in fairness and equality when it's on their terms and under their mandates because they don't actually understand what fairness and equality are. Fairness and equality means everybody gets the same thing, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not. So if you are in any way, shape, or form supporting the people who said that this horrible tragedy should have happened because 
the people of Wisconsin made a bad decision based on your personal beliefs, well, frankly, you kind of suck because you're saying some genuinely awful, horrible things. And you feel like you're justified in saying that because the platform you're on happens to support your morally reprehensible stance. And you're not only a hypocrite, but you're probably kind of stupid because you don't see any kind of conflict there. The censorship, the being silenced is only a problem when it's being done to your side. And the people who don't agree with you are just monsters and they need to be taken care of. That's a very dangerous mentality because not only is it just, it's unhealthy, it's it's bad for your soul. And I don't really care which particular particular theology you subscribe to. I don't care what st- your stance on the afterlife or whether or not it exists or any of that stuff is. I'm, I'm saying in terms of your being, your personhood, the thing that actually makes you more than just another animal walking along, eating, shitting, and trying to reproduce. If, if you think you can say whatever you want and spew horrible things about other people and almost celebrate a tragedy because you think it somehow vindicates your stance on things, you're missing something. You're missing whatever it is that actually makes us human beings. You're, you're, you are a reprehensible person. I know you're probably, if you're a reprehensible person, if you fit into this category, if this ticks your boxes, you're probably not listening to this show. I like to think that the people that actually spend, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes, whatever, listening to me babbling coherently or semi-coherently or some days really coherently. Some days I actually have a really good one and I hit it out of the park. But if you're listening to me, you're probably not one of these, you know, so-called woke assholes who thinks their opinions are gold and everybody else is garbage. And if you're not towing the same line they're towing, it's all on you. You're the horrible problem. It's never them. It's you're, you're not one of those people if you listen to me. I have a way of pushing those people away, and frankly, I'm unconcerned about it. But to circle back around to the point of this, the piece of crap who drove the SUV, and (laughs) in some of the reporting, they have literally said the accident was caused by an SUV. Now, that's that's put it put some really heavy air quotes around that. The accident was caused by the SUV. No, a vehicle was driven into a crowd deliberately by a criminal piece of crap. This guy and part of it may be his bail violation, but this time they're actually trying to keep him in jail. They put, made him put a five million dollar bail. Now, you'd think that would be enough to keep an asshole who drove a SUV into a parade and ran down 50-plus people, you'd think $5 million would be enough to keep this guy in jail. Apparently, there are enough people out there who think he's somehow worth having out in public being himself, which is obviously a dangerous thing. Somebody started a GoFundMe page to get this asshole out of jail. They wanted to crowdsource $5 million, which only translates to 500000 but still, a half a million bucks... They're not asking for a half a million bucks. They were asking for the full five million because apparently his whoever is dumb enough to consider this guy a friend is also dumb enough to not understand how bonds work. That being said, thankfully, GoFundMe actually showed a little sense and took the fucking thing down for violating their policies. Okay, I'm just going to stick a little update in here. Uh, I was reading a new article today, and the actual 
current count is 62 people that he ran over. And now it is six people that have died because one of the children he ran over, an eight-year-old boy, died since uh, I started putting this thing together. So now he's no longer in intensive care, and this piece of shit has killed six people and injured over 60. And the uh, original assault that he put, he was out on bail for currently. This guy has a history of bail jumping in other cases in other states, as well as multiple charges in Wisconsin. But the... The fact is, the thing he was out on bail for was attempted assault with a vehicle. So, yeah, it's not like his SUV just has a problem running people over. And he's driving through parades, swerving to miss the vehicles so he can continue running over people. And somehow people decided this asshole needs to be bailed out. And anyway, that's just kind of an update of something. that How different the coverage is being handled on a case that is super significant. And... Well, we're talking about media coverage. Have you heard anything about what's going on with the jury selection for the Gilsane Maxwell, you know, Jeffrey Epstein's heir apparent? Anybody heard that? Uh, I've heard some interesting things like the lawyer who was in charge of originally losing the first attempted, quote unquote, attempted suicide in the Jeffrey Epstein case is now on the prosecution against the the person taking his place. So, yeah, if we're taking bets, how, how much, how long you want to bet it is before she winds up Epsteining herself? Uh, yeah, that's not getting any coverage. So that's just another case. The, the media is not your friend, people. It's, and I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, well, do your, you should do your own research. And then when you Google one thing, you find out, oh, well, this justifies my stance. I'm going to, I'm done. That's not research. Anyway, uh, that's enough ranting and raving about dark and negative shit for right now. We're going to take a quick little pause here. And when we come back, I want to talk about the upcoming holidays. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right, guys, and we're back, so thanks for that. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about in this episode is we just had Thanksgiving here in the United States, and, well, I am not a huge fan of revisionist approaches towards things. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, well, this was all lovey-dovey and things were all good. Yeah, there was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of red in the U.S.'s ledger. There's a lot of history that, by today's standards, doesn't reflect real well. And the people who want to focus on all this shit and say, oh, well, we're not celebrating Thanksgiving because it's about colonialism, or it's about this, or it's about that. You know what? You're looking for shit to be angry about. Don't look at it as a case of, oh, well, we're celebrating genocide or any of this other shit, because... That's not a healthy approach to things. That's not a good way of looking at life. That is focusing on negative shit because you're looking for shit to be negative about. How about doing what a lot of families have done, a much more modern take on things, and just using it as an excuse to be thankful for something, to be thankful for what you have, to be grateful for the good fortune you have been bestowed upon 
to be thankful you live in a time where you can actually be pissed off about shit that happened before your ancestors were born. And you're not going to get, you know, a whole lot of shit for it. You just be grateful. That's all you have to do. You don't have to focus on pilgrims or any of that other hokey-dokey bullshit. All you got to do is say, hey, I'm thankful I have a roof over my head. I'm thankful I have people to, sh- to share this time with. I'm thankful for having enough food on my plate. In this country, we're so freaking spoiled that we look for shit to be unhappy about, about things that we're supposed to be celebrating gratitude. How, how ass-backwards is that? How fucked up is that? And we're coming around into the end of the year, the winter solstice, the, the holidays, the Yule, the Christmas season, whatever you want to call it. And regardless of what your personal religious bent is and where you stand on these things, it is a time of you know reflection and looking back on things in in looking at back at the end of the year the re- in retrospective and being appreciative for what you have being appreciative for who you have being grateful for the people you're around i'm not necessarily real big on religion and if you've listened for any amount of time you probably know that if you're new there's episodes go back check out the back catalog i am not a big fan of organized religion. I'm a very spiritual person. I I do believe in a higher power. I do believe that we are more than just physical husks. But I'm not a real big fan of, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't really feel like I need to talk to God's middleman, you know? Live a good life, be a good person, treat people the way you want to be treated. That's pretty much the fundamentals of every major religion ever. And that's really what you should be focusing on. Not the, you know, the ceremonies and the pomp and the ridiculousness, because regardless of what your stance on religion is, everyone that is in existence at this point has co-opted shit from the ones that came before it. None of it's, you know, original material. It's just, it's, it's, it's rebirths and relaunches and reimaginings and all the other wonderful terms we've applied to the fact that we're recycling all our entertainment these days. It's it's a relaunch, it's a reimagining, it's a recasting, it's whatever you want to call it. Same thing applies to all those concepts, too. That's why there's so, so many similar threads throughout all the world religions. Be decent. Treat people the way you want to be treated. And as we come to the end of what has been admittedly a very fucked up year for a lot of people, and we're looking at, you know, new variants of COVID, well, here's the thing about that. COVID in and of itself, COVID SARS V2 was the original thing they were calling it. Remember that? You know why they called it that? Because it wasn't the first COVID. It's not. It's a classification of a virus. It's not a specific thing. And they're saying there's all these variants coming out, and there's a new variant, and we need to be terrified again, and they're threatening lockdowns again. And without turning this into a COVID post, for fuck's sakes, people, this year has been fucked up, and we'll all admit it, and we've got some more rough times ahead of us. So take this holiday season. I mean, if you need an excuse to be grateful for what you have, if you need an excuse to be appreciative of the people that are around you, if you need a reason to support local small businesses and small creators and and things like that, if you need a reason to be active in your community, here's your excuse. It's the holidays. It's Christmas. It's Hanukkah. It's, it's the Yuletide. It's whatever you want to call it. It's a good excuse to be good to each other. It's a good excuse to do decent things for your community and for your friends and for your family. And it's a good reason just to be good. It's really not, it doesn't need to be all this commercial shit. It's not all about material things. It's about gratitude. It's about appreciation. It's about spending time with people you care about. 
It's about doing for others, not with the expectation of having anything done in return, not with the expectation of, if you're one of those people that's out there like, hey, look at the charity I'm doing, and you're doing it while you're filming yourself so you can post it to your social media, you're not doing it for the right reasons, and it doesn't count. You're not going to get the same warm, fuzzy feeling if you're doing something for praise. If you're doing it for the the reasons of you want to be a better person and you want to make someone else's life better, you want to make things a little more decent for people in general, then then you're then you're heading down a better path. And maybe if we can all get a little more into that vibe, if we can get more set to be doing good without need of acknowledgement, we'd be a little better off. The world would be a little better place. We'd all get along a little better. We'd stop hating each other for stupid shit. And it realistically, I have always been very centrist in my views. I don't care about petty shit. I don't care about things people have no control over. I don't care about what you look like. I don't care about where you go to church as long as you're a decent person. I don't care about which book you're reading to get your guidance from as long as you treat people right. And that used to be a very centrist and a very open-minded thing. Unfortunately, as the both ends of the spectrum are moving the goalpost and saying, well, you're not doing this my way. You're not extreme enough to my thing. So we're moving what is considered acceptable norm farther out from the center. The center starts to move and all of a sudden you find yourself on the other side of the aisle. And that's where this, and it's an all an artificial construct. It's all bullshit. It's all people looking for division and the people who are encouraging and endorsing the shit they don't stand to benefit from things like basic human decency and basic kindness because that doesn't move their goalposts. That doesn't make their point more valid to the world. It just makes us be decent to each other. So I guess that's going to be kind of my start for the month of December. I'm going to be pushing just be good to each other. I'm going to try not to focus so much on the negative shit. I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of it out there and a lot of it that I have to deal with. And as I've said many times, as much as I would like to make this show more than just my little hobby and my little check valve, and I really would like to do that, but ultimately, that's what it still is. This is still a hobby. I still do it because I enjoy it, and I will keep doing it because it makes me happy. So, hopefully, I'll start seeing some good in the world, and I won't have so much negative shit to come on here and talk about. Am I still going to talk about things that I think are messed up and need to be addressed? Yes, I am. Because that's why I do this. But it would be great to just see, you know, people being good to each other, acts of kindness. And when you're looking for those things in the world, you're more likely to find them. And when you have that mindset, I really believe you're more likely to live that way. So I guess as uh, I'm kind of rambling here, that we're going to, that's as good a point as any to wrap this one up. We're going to call it a day and say, you know, thanks for listening. Um, the, the season is upon us. Be good to each other. Do better. Be better. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say at podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. 
And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.